Good morning, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the second episode of Back to Eden. I am your host, Shaquana Nandi, and I just want to thank everyone for stopping by to listen. Um, As I dreamt last night... (laughs) Uh, you know what? Let let's stop and just pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you first and foremost. Just thanking you, Lord. Thanking you for everything that you are. You are Elohim. You are Adonai, O oh God. You are a conqueror. Father God, you are the God of the universe. You are El Elyon. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Father God. You are great. You are awesome. You are worthy to be praised, Father God. Right now, I ask that you will forgive me of my wrongdoings, O oh God. Everything thought done, oh God, that did not bring you pleasure. Lord, right now, I ask that you forgive me and create in me a clean heart, oh God, and establish my footsteps. Lord, right now, I ask that you will also bless this episode I ask that you will just utilize me, oh God. I am at your service. I am at your command, oh God. Utilize me. Let it not be me that they hear, oh God, but you. Right now, in the name of Jesus, you said those who have ears to hear, let them hear. And I thank you, God, because you are doing a mighty thing, Lord. You are touching and moving and calling lives. You are changing things, oh God. You are just making things happen. And I thank you for that, Lord. Bless this episode. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, (laughs) it's been a while. It has been a while, Um, you know, since my first episode. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to get up here and front and, you know, act like I was also busy, also busy. Because your girl wasn't. I was in sin. I was doing my thing. Um, and I just wasn't truly, I just, it just, I wasn't aligned to, to give that at least I felt is to have recorded another episode. I did record something, excuse me, but, uh. 
yeah i'm i'm not releasing that um in any case had a weird dream last night i woke up and i heard the holy spirit just talking to me and telling me how i have Mm, Holy Spirit, bring it back to me. I have confused being fed by like a man or whatever. I have confused that as love and you know throughout all of my um relationships I have always said if you love me you'll feed me not truly realizing and understanding that Only Jesus is the true feeder of men. Only Jesus. I'm out here searching for love that I can only find through Christ Jesus. Yep. And when I heard the Holy Spirit say that, I really, I laughed. I I did. I laughed. And I didn't laugh in a mockingly way. I laughed at, like, I, I can't believe myself. And, you know, like, the truth shall set us free. And... My my heart went to different scriptures. Um, it went to, if you love me, you will obey me. Um, that's not exactly what it says, but that's what I've always had in my heart. Um, I know I'll, I'll pull that up later. It went to Jesus, feet in the multitude. And I kept hearing, Jesus is the feeder of men. So I found that scripture. And let's talk about it. So. We are going to Matthew. Matthew chapter 14, I will be reading from the King James Version um, on my iPhone, the Bible app, uh, and that is verses 15 to 21. And, it, and when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, 
this is a desert place. <laughs> and the time is now past. Send the multitude away. That they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. What is a victual? I don't know. So let's look it up. We're going to look that up together. You have to excuse my sniffling. I am uh, still fighting a cold. Food or provisions is what a victual is. It's archaic provisions. Food uh, synonyms, something that's similar, is food and drink, fair cuisine, sustenance. Wow, nourishment, daily bread. Wow. The definition of provision, according to Google, is the action of providing or supplying something for use. Sustenance. Food and drink regarded as a source of strength, i.e. nourishment. Wow. So... The disciples didn't truly understand the assignment. They said, this is a desert place. This place is worthless. This place is meaningless. It has no use. What true use will you get? This is a desert place. And it's now time for us to leave. I just want to put a pen in that because it's it's speaking to me. Dealing with self-esteem issues, you know... Feeling rejected, abandoned, of no use, worthless, meaningless. The desert. And The time is now past. It's, it, this part of the scripture, this is still verse 15. It reminds me 
of all of my dealings with men. Them not seeing my value, my worth. Getting what they need and then leaving because the time has now passed. There's no longer a need to be here. That is my truth. They got to go. The disciples said, send the multitude away. That they may go into the villages and buy themselves provisions, nourishment, daily bread, food and drink. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart. Give ye them to eat. Isn't Jesus, like, amazing? You know? He don't see us as worthless. He don't see us as just burdens. You know? Just, just meaningless people. He don't see us like that. I want to see this in a different version. So, let me see. I like the message version. Um, Jesus said... In a message version. Actually, let me reread 15 and 16. This is the message version in the Bible app. Toward evening, the disciples approached him, being Jesus. We're out in the country and it's getting late. Dismiss the people so they can go to the villages and get some supper. So maybe the disciples thought they was doing, you know, the multitude, the crowd, the group of people, some type of service, you know? Like, hey, it's late. They probably hungry. Send them away so they can go get some food. But Jesus said, there is no need to dismiss them. You give them supper. Ha! Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me go back to the King James Version. And they said unto him, this is verse 17 now. We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, this is Jesus speaking now, bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass. 
and took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up of the fragments that remained 12 baskets full. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men beside women and children. Thank you, Lord. You see, the world deems us as useless. Society says, Oh, you're obese. You're not worthy. You're a thief. You're not worthy. You're a prostitute. You're not worthy. You're a liar. You're not worthy. Oh, you've been raped. You're not worthy. See, society looks at our situation and judges us. Condemns us. Right? But God looks at our situation. And what he sees. Are his children. He sees souls that are worth being saved. He sees treasure worth far more than rubies and gems. Okay? God don't condemn us. He sets us free. The world sees us as worthless, but God sees us as worthy. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it? (laughs) You know. (laughs) It, It really truly is. A beautiful thing.
God sees us as worthy. And that's, that is, that is such a great feeling. A great truth to truly sit in. It is. And then my mind was going back to man should not live by bread alone. That is Matthew 4, 4. Come along. Come along with me. King James Version. Now, for context, Jesus was alone and isolated, fasting for 40 days in a wilderness. Um, and the devil kept coming to Jesus to tempt him, trying him like he ain't the son of God. Just trying it. You know how you know how the devil is. And uh, all right, I'm gonna just do the whole thing. So this is Matthew f- chapter four. Uh his temptation. Then this is one through four. This was the first tempting of Satan. Then Jesus, this is Matthew 4 verse 1. Then Jesus was led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So Jesus already was going up there. He knew that he was going to be tempted. But he had to go through it. This is verse 2 now. And we hit when and when he had fasted for 40 nights and 40 days, he was afterward and hungry. So basically he was hungry. He was tired, you know. Like Probably really irritable because when you don't, I don't know about anybody else, but when I don't eat, I get hangry, angry, irritable, hungry. And when a tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written. Thus saith Jesus. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. That is verse 4. And that is the scripture that also was coming back into my mind. Um... This morning earlier because remember Jesus is the feeder of men right 
He's divine. He's divine. The vine. And God is the gardener. So, my mind just kept coming back to this. It kept, it just kept coming back to this. Man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. That is our nourishment. It's not food. Our nourishment is not physical. Our nourishment is spiritual. And I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And at first I was thinking that, you know, my idea of love being displayed is all wrong. But it's not. Not entirely. God loves us. We are his children. He provides. He protects. Right? He does so much for us. Right? He makes sure that we have shelter. And refuge. He made sure that we have food on our back. Food on our back. <laughs> he makes sure that he makes sure that we have clothes on our back, food in our belly. If he's the gardener and Jesus is divine. Naturally, that gardener is giving that tree sustenance or nourishment, better yet, victuals. (laughs) He's giving us what we need so we don't we don't live by bread alone but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God I my mind is just right now stay with me but my mind is is is, is taking me to an infant right you see an infant and even with a toddler but that that don't that that at that age when you're talking, what do they do? Child, they're looking at that mouth move, okay? 
That's what they're, 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 they're looking at you talk. They're studying your facial expressions. They're studying the way your mouth moves as you pronunciate words. They're looking at your tongue. They're studying you in preparation of them to speak. Right? And don't let you, a baby, be hungry. And it's around that time, child. They know where their food comes from. You pick up a baby, and it's it's time for them to eat, or you just got some some boobs. They're gonna to try to go go all in, shirt on and everything. They they know that this is the place where my food comes from, my my nourishment, right? This is the place. And my prayer is that we get to a point where we Rely solely on the Lord. For our daily bread. Yeah. It's it's of great importance. That we get to a place of relying on God. Fully and truly. Relying on Him. You know, I I have... I have... My... I'll say moments because the thing is, guys, ladies... I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect believer, you know. I love the Lord. Yeah, I struggle. I love the I love the Lord. Yeah, I fall short. Okay. But I wanna do better. I remember the me Back in like 2018, 2019, I was on fire. I was on fire, okay? On fire for the Lord. Studying, meditating, reading the word day in and day out. Listening to my gospel music. Being steadfast and unmovable. Um, 
But my reality was that at that time, God had given me a glimpse of my assignment, right? And it was a lot. It was, uh, it was a lot. It was a lot to me at that time. And your girl ran away. I straight up said, oh, no, Lord. Now, I, I don't want this. I don't want this. And I believe that robust, that huge fire dwindled in so many ways. And I've been trying to get that fire back personally. This is my journey. Personally, I've been trying to get that fire back for quite some time now. Mm. We all walk with the Lord in different ways. We all have different assignments, you know. Um, we all are in different places. You know, some people are just starting and they're new to this walk. Others are seasoned. They've been around, you know. Um and that's okay, because we're all brothers and sisters in the Lord. But let me be the first one to tell you that this is not a cakewalk, okay? When I say you have to endure, you have to fight, understand you have to fight. And there's going to be times where you you feel like you have given up. You feel as though you can't fight anymore. You're tired. You can't take anymore. Never forget to call out to Jesus. Call out. Call out to the Lord. And give it to Him. Cast your cares upon Him. For His yoke is easy and His burden is light. I'm going to share a personal story. Right? A few years ago... I was angry with the Lord. 
I thought he cursed me. I was angry. I didn't want to pray. I didn't want to talk to the Lord. I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to read the Bible. I didn't want to do nothing. I was angry. Everything that was could go bad was going bad in my life. Everything. I lost my house. My health failed me. My job wasn't it wasn't it wasn't doing anything for me. I was almost homeless. Um and in the midst of that, God still continued to bless me. And even though my heart was hardened, it was soft enough to still acknowledge and understand God's doings. You know what I'm saying? When things would happen, I had to thank God. Because I know it wasn't me. It wasn't by my strength. It, I didn't do anything. This was all God. God used that person to fill my gas tank up. And go to the supermarket and buy me food as much as my fridge and freezer could manage. You understand? In any case, so my health was failing me. I have PCOS. For the ladies, I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, right? Where cysts can grow on my ovaries. And it messes with my hormones. So I gained a lot of weight. Hormones all out of the place. My cycle was on for abnormal amounts of time. Abnormal. Three, four months at a time. I was angry. I was emotional. And I got to a point where I could not... Could not take it any more. You hear me? Four months, a whole year straight. I, it would be like two, three weeks of my period not on. Then it would come on again for three months. And then it would be off for like a week. And then it would be on again. Like it was crazy. Okay, crazy. Honestly, it was it was horrible. And. I remember I was in the kitchen, and I broke down, I broke down, and I cried out to the Lord. I said, Lord, I cannot, I cannot take it anymore. I was hurting. My hormones all over the place. I couldn't do it for a whole year. I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. I was tired. I was tired. I remember I fell asleep and I had a I had a vision. God provided me with a solution. Okay. I did 
and it was a simple it was a simple simple dream it was it was it was a simple vision it was a bowl of carrots and celery very simple very good for regulating your hormones so you ladies out there that may be struggling with cycle menstrual cycle issues hear me hear me celery carrots and maca root powder okay did that for a week straight for breakfast my period went off God had provided a solution and he know I don't do medicine I, I worked as a pharmacy technician I learned the poisons of medication. If for those that are dependent and believe strongly in medicine, I this is not to knock you guys, and I I am not here to offend, okay. But I don't get jiggy with it. God knew. Not only that, but your girl didn't have health insurance, right? I couldn't afford to go to the hospital to figure out what was going on. I just knew that my hormones were imbalanced. I would sit down and watch TV with my niece and start crying. Hormones all over the place. But... I cried out unto the Lord, and he heard my cries. He gave me a solution. And, you know, I'm grateful that I went through it, right? I'm I'm grateful. That I went through it. Because. If God can use me. To touch. Even just one person. That is going through. What I went through. And they are healed. That is a job well done okay and I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave that recipe in the description I'm close up I'm going to close out in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you.
I thank you, Lord, for being a provider. I thank you, Lord, for seeing us as treasure worth far more than rubies. I thank you, Lord, for choosing us. Father God, I know that you shall have your way. And you are not men that you shall lie. <laughs> and that whenever you speak, Lord, your word shall not return to you void. Yet it will fulfill every word that you've spoken. And for that, Lord, I thank you. Right now, and I ask that you will bless every listener, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Continue to just surround them and wrap your loving arms around each and every last one of us right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask for peace that surpasses all understanding, Father God. For I know and we know, Father God, that you are a healer. God, you do miraculous things. You do very great things, God, in large, very large quantities, exceeding abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think, Lord. Thank you. Continue to have your way, Father God. Touch our bodies, Lord, with the blood of Jesus, the blood that redeems, the blood that sanctifies, the blood that cleanses, the blood of Jesus that justifies, hallelujah, that forgives. If we ask for forgiveness, Father God, it shall be you are faithful and just to forgive. Father God, I ask that you will just touch us and ignite in us a fire for you, Father God. Allow us to be like the infants looking at their mom speak, hanging on to every word. Father God, let us be like the infants, innocent, yet hungry, yet faithful. They know they're going to get their nutrients, their sustenance, their nourishment, Father God. Help us to seek your face, Father God. And every word that proceeds out of your mouth. Yes, Lord. I thank you, Father God. Because we are worthy. And you love us. Even if the world sees us as flawed. You see us already healed and whole. Hallelujah. 
bless us, Lord. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen.